Hello everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Passing Thought podcast. It is a safe space dedicated to our moments when we are afraid to tell, share, and express to others. These may be topics that would ignite debate, self-improvement, love, politics, or just anything under the sun. Thoughts that came up at any time of our day. It's not just about relating to these thoughts and commentaries, but also pondering on the questions of life, our experiences, and most importantly, our lessons. Thoughts confided in silence that we can choose to ponder together or alone. It's all up to you. Now, for our first episode, we will be talking about why is it important to choose yourself? I mean, why wouldn't we? If you're looking for a sign to choose yourself, maybe this is it. If not, I really do hope this episode would give you clarity to your decisions. May it be decisions in relationships, opportunities, or other matters that put you in a very tight space. If you disagree with the things that I would say, I hope you would find the answer as to how you would make the decision of choosing something, someone, aside from yourself. Now, here goes. Have you ever wondered why we are not always the first choice? Hmm. May it be in relationships, opportunities, positions, or even in our simple wants and needs. It's actually, I would like to compare it as the same as about liking someone, wherein you thought that he or she was serious with you, but in the end, you were just an option or you were just part of the body count. Second best or not the best at all. Funny thing is, the world makes us see that competition will always be present. It may be subtle or implied. But how do we react to such a circumstance? Well, it all boils down to our perspective and response. It's, it's not about being selfish, but about keeping mental soundness and clarity amidst troubling and chaotic situations. Let us explore three instances as to why it is really important to choose yourself. I know that going through the pandemic has really been hard on all of us. I understand. Many of us got anxious, laid off from work, sick, and even fear the quality of education we may receive in the new normal. 
since I am not an all-knowing being who can manipulate the world, I'll share my thoughts on these three areas. Uh, relationships, work, and academics. So let's proceed with area one. Choosing yourself over relationships. Now, when I say relationships, every, everyone, I'll refer to romantic relationships. Let's just focus on the common things we experience when the relationship gets bad and know if it's the right time to choose yourself. Now, aside from cheating, let's talk about how relationships go through phases when it's not any more healthy for the partnership. Okay, let's start. Come on, guys. I bet a lot of my friends who are listening can relate. Even me who is single can relate to these uh, topics. But the question is, are you in a relationship right now? May it be an NLR. What's an NLR? Well, NLR stands for a no-label relationship. Or maybe you have a fling. Or you're dating someone. Or you even have the mighty privilege and label to be called a girlfriend or boyfriend. Think about it. Is your relationship healthy? wherein each of you is willing to compromise to the needs of one another? Are you meeting in the middle? Is the energy you give similar to what you have received from your partner? Do you trust him or her? And to what extent? And lastly, are you at the point of toxicity or are you past that already if you my friend have an answer to these questions i want you to think about it deeply while i am talking to you relationships should always be a shared responsibility remember that you deserve security assurance, affection, communication, and balance, regardless of the love language. I would like to share my principle of having a partner. It's actually an equation. If you would like to follow this, then you're free to do it. For you and your partner to achieve 100%, 50% should be about loving yourself. 40% is for your partner. And 10% is for the relationship. It is because relationships are investments. And you cannot invest what you do not have. That is why it is really important to love yourself and you should give 50% to it. You invest 40% to your partner because you should not be the CCTV camera or 
the robot who follows and waits for his owner every single minute or every single hour. Your partner also has a life. Make him grow. Make him experience freedom while understanding the responsibilities of the relationship. And 10% goes to the entirety of the relationship. Why? If you may ask. Because in the long run, guys, when the happy moments are done, when the honeymoon stage is over, staying is a choice. And you will need that 10% for investment. And it will grow over time. Trust me. If you have not experienced this in a while and you feel as if you are carrying the weight of the relationship, communication is no longer clear, it turns into quarrels and disagreements about the simplest of things. You get paranoid. You get the feeling as if love will walk out the door any moment. You lose yourself in the process. Hey, you know what? It's time to choose yourself. Sometimes, letting go is the best thing you can do for yourself. A sense of relief from the pain. If you are not sure, then ask yourself, bestie, when was the last time you were genuinely happy? Of course, We have to acknowledge the fact that relationships will always have its ups and downs. But what if the downs are more than the ups? The bed of roses is sinking to the ground. Choose yourself. Because it's not just about saving yourself from drowning, but you also save your partner. An unhealthy relationship is like an anchor that sinks the both of you at the bottom of the ocean. The binds of a relationship can either be thorns or silk. Save yourself from the thorns. Break free. And then when that moment comes, you will realize that you should have done it earlier. But nevertheless, just give yourself a pat in the back and say, you did a good job. Now, that is my passing thought for choosing yourself over relationships. Now, let's go to area two. Choosing yourself over work. But before we start with this area, friends, I just want to put it out there that we are living in a capitalist society. The Philippines has a system that is built on the exploitation of workers. Your rights and welfare are protected in paper, but exhausts the capacity of the human capital and hinders better means of living. This is the harsh reality. Capitalists don't think of their employees 
most of them give out the idea of caring rather than actually doing it. Multi-million companies think of their income. Their success is indicated by the number of sales and customer satisfaction, etc. But did they even think of the worker's satisfaction when it comes to their means of professional advancement? Benefits, wages, proportionality of the working hours and wages and to the needs of the employees? If you would ask me why I am talking about this, before I ventured into this area, I asked my colleagues and friends, and they would always tell me that capitalism, it is a chain of exploitation passed from the highest to the lowest position in a company. Many of you who are working in a well-paid job might get offended. But these are the observations of people who have been working nonstop for promotions and opportunities but were never given the chance. Hey, bestie. Are you happy with your job, profession, career, no matter how you would call it? And if not, then maybe it is the time to choose yourself. When I talk about choosing yourself in this situation, I don't mean to stop working. That would be bad and you won't have an income. What I would like to point out is that it is okay to look for opportunities. Chase that dream job. Look forward to better means of living. Shifting careers or career paths is not too late as long as you will be ready for that change in your life. Look for an environment that encourages your professional growth and does not entail tensions or unnecessary demands. We deserve to get that promotion if we have been working for hours and hours for it. Choosing yourself in this situation is not about being selfish. It is about getting what we need. And you deserve it. You are worthy of it. When we become workers, we get to pay the bills. We purchase our necessities and financially supporting our family, whether we are single or we are married. We should look for opportunities that makes us fulfill those responsibilities and at the same time have a little extra to satisfy our wants. You deserve to be happy for what you have worked for. Manifest and claim a good job opportunity that makes you motivated, stable, happy, productive, and lastly, satisfied. And if you would ask me, what about the workers who are trapped in the system of greedy capitalism? 
they are people who don't have a choice but to stay because they would not have any food on the table. Guys, the answer is simple. Let us be their voice. Let us fight for their rights. Let's join social movements, support unions, policy lobbying, and simply being their shield when it comes to abuses in the workplace. If you have the privilege to choose your opportunities, then we are also privileged to fight for the opportunities of other workers who don't have the voice. Do remember that. And choose yourself. You look back and tell yourself that you made the right decision. That's it for choosing yourself over work. Now for area number three, students would relate to this. Area number three is about choosing yourself when it comes to academics. Have you ever had classmates who were always the stars of the class? Some people get irritated by these students. Their pursuit of academic excellence are often viewed as sucking up to the teachers for grades or spotlight grabber and sometimes misplaced attitude. Trust me, guys. I also experienced this and I understand you. But this area in which we are going to talk about is not about choosing sides. It's also about understanding the reason behind their diligence. So, story time, okay? <laughs> Let's have a story time. I had this classmate back when I was in high school. But as to the grade level, I won't disclose it to you. My friends who are listening right now might know. <laughs> he was very participative. He's active, passes on time, no? gets good grades, and sometimes insensitive to the needs of the class. He had friends, but only a few. And those few friends also had comments towards his disposition in class. Actually, a lot of us got really irritated. Our deadlines would be pushed early instead of the following week. We would have a surprise quiz and a lot of us would beg the teacher not to give it. But he would always encourage exams and activities. In short, we really disliked his presence. The class would always roll their eyes whenever he speaks or presents. I think most of us listening could relate if you have that kind of classmate back then or now. Yet, I am not here to let such negative emotions cloud your thought, okay? I want you to see a perspective from this certain type of person. So, let's go back to the story. 
I really had to ask this person. And if I remember correctly, it was done in a blunt manner. Shockingly, he was very honest. He told me his story, his dream, and purpose. That classmate of mine had financial problems. He had to work hard so that he could meet the demands of his scholarship. He's pressured by his parents to finish his studies and help his siblings. And he wanted to become an engineer. Now, I can't really tell all the details, but at that specific moment, I understood that behind his diligence is a sacrifice for something great. And I want everyone to see this perspective in choosing yourself when it comes to academics. You have a dream, a goal, and a purpose. You are studying because you want that profession, you want that title, and you want that good-paying job. And that is up to you. Go get that dream. And if it means due diligence, then be diligent. Participate in every class. Submit before the deadline. And take opportunities for advancement. That is okay. There is nothing wrong with wanting better things. Be better. Be the best. Just remember to not bring other people down in the process. Be open for criticisms to improve yourself. Be helpful. Invest in self-growth. Being the star of the class is really and it's very much okay. Achieving your goals and dreams with a drive and purpose will demand sacrifices. Make sure to do it and do it right. Choosing yourself is the kindest thing you could do. If you have a clear intention, then you don't need to explain yourself for wanting the best things you could possibly achieve. Commandeer your destiny, your dream, and goals. It's your life. Invest blood and sweat and reap good harvests. The academe will always have competition. Just don't bring other people down. Focus on yourself and choose the best path. And as they say, Education does not stop when you get a diploma. Education is a lifelong process. You can keep learning for your passion. If you want to graduate with honors, then graduate with honors. Work for it. If you have problems with a professor, then prove it to them that you are above and beyond it. Get the recognition you deserve and choose to be deserving of it. Academics are what prepares us for the future 
and we have to invest on ourselves to be immersed in its benefits. It is more than okay. Okay? And that is it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the pilot episode of the Passing Thought Podcast. I hope you learned, realized, and debated with my sharings. Again, these are just thoughts that would come out of our heads at any time of the day. Just a passing thought. See you in the next episode.